0: We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required
1: to live your best life. But health is way more than that, so we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our gut gut talk.
0: talk. Hello, Jenna. Hey, Jilly. You always put that voice on.
1: I know. Just say hey. No, I like this. Say it. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 Uh, no, okay. Okay, sorry. Wow.
0: We're rolling with these pods. Yeah. It's kind of wild because like in November, mm-hmm. so like seven months ago, seven, are we in June? July? We're in June. We're in June. The end of June. Mom's birthday is next It week. is seven months. November feels like it was three months ago. But my point is that like, we were like, oh
1: my God, are we really going to have a podcast? And here yeah. we are. That's kind of crazy. I know. Yeah, it's weird because it doesn't feel like we've been doing it for so long, but yeah, we've been doing it for, what, six or seven months now? Isn't that kind of how life feels? Yeah. It's kind of wild. Well, it's different too because it's like we're doing one a week and we've skipped a couple weeks in between. Yeah. So, I mean, what, this is our 23rd podcast episode, so... We've done it 23 times, but it has taken this many times to actually feel comfortable. I do feel like we're getting better.
0: Yeah. Like our conversation is more fluid. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're bringing more of our own personalities instead yeah. of like who we think we want to
1: be. We're just being ourselves. Yes. And honestly, that feels so good. It's not that we were being fake at the beginning. I just was so worried about what people would think because I think doing anything new. Yeah. Yeah you're rusty right you're a newbie you're an amateur yeah i was i didn't necessarily know what to do and i was and i had to take a minute and be like why am i not just be myself yeah because it, it felt just... weird to not not be myself
0: right right well and also like we live together so we're yeah like, i wish that someone could just like pick up the sound bites of the things we say to each other Seriously? on a daily <laughs> basis because that's when we're like the most ourselves right Like, my new thought process for dating Mm -hmm. is like, find someone that lets me be the way I am around Jenna.
1: That's cute. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's cute. That's so cute. But it's true. Because we together can be our most authentic, genuine selves without (laughs) feeling judged.
0: (laughs) I love that for us. Yeah. Well, and also we're just like so goofy. Yeah. And I, my butthole gets tight when I'm around people I'm uncomfortable around. I'm so tight. Like we are uptight. Uptight. When people think we're bitchy, I'm like, oh my God. You don't know us. Yeah.
1: That's what, it's hard because I'm a girl's girl at heart. Yeah, And I just can't for the life of me understand girls who look at you like thinking that they know who you are without even getting to know you. Yeah. Or ones that are just very short with you. And I get we all have a go through our issues and maybe you're meeting someone at a wrong time or whatever. Sure. But yeah, you can feel that energy. Also,
0: I'm not a girl's girl. No, I'm you're not. I. Wait, but I'm not rude. Right. I'm always willing to give people a chance. I just mm-hmm. I am a, my favorite like if you were like Jill, you get to have per you have you get to have lunch with one person alive. <laughs> I'm ready. Who am I picking?
1: Oh. Joe Rogan.
0: He would be my second option. Who's my first? Oh no, give me a hint. Jonah. who am I obsessed with? Is it a girl or guy? Guy. Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy. I love Barstool Sports. And you know <laughs> what? I, I come after me with the like non-feminist whatever. I'm also a big Brianna chicken fry stand. <laughs> I love all of them. But I am like. Oh, yeah. I I
1: don't know why I didn't guess that. I have been
0: told before I'm a little too bro Yeah. I'm not a girl's girl. No, you're girl. not too bro You just are bro Well, I've been told that Anybody before. Anybody that's going to tell you you're
1: too bro needs
0: to. You're right. I'm not too bro yeah. But I'm on the bro side. My yeah. point is like, I'm not a girl's girl. I am still absolutely kind to girls. I'm not like, oh, they're probably going to whatever. No, I just like. I tend not to relate to as many girls. Right. I'm not like a bachelor watching wine drinking Tuesday afternoon, like get a 30 girls together type of girl. Not like not in the slightest. I'm like, who wants to go play pickleball? Loser buys drinks. All right. <laughs> and if girls are with us doing that,
1: let's go. That's so true. Right. That's I, you to a T because I, but mean, I am bachelorette wine. You get are, the girls you are together. a girl's
0: girl. But mm-hmm. my point is like, it's almost like if you're not a girl's girl you're uh, like frowned upon and it's like i'm not a girl's girl but i'm rooting for women mm-hmm. and sometimes those get confused yeah like i would love to be a girl's girl i just unfortunately just i don't know like i'm not it's my, okay. an ideal week for me uh-huh f- first of all like insane workouts every morning i'm gonna be like up by 6 a.m mm-hmm. ideally there's like a pip- pickleball game golf um, a sporting event that's going on that we could go to. Mm-hmm. The one thing that stops me from being a complete bro is beer is disgusting. I don't want any of it. Even if I wasn't gluten-free, I used to tell people before I was gluten-free Fun in facts. college that I was allergic. I would go to frat parties and they, there's always liquor. So if you're listening to this and you're in college, but you're above the age of 21, there's
1: always liquor at frat parties. If you say you're allergic to beer, it appears. Life hack. Life hack. Freaking hack! I love that. Yeah, I mean that's so true. You are. What were we saying? I don't really know. We were talking about girls. I actually can't remember. Girls, girls,
0: um, because you're a girls' girl. Yes. Dating. Dating. We have
1: really lost track. I don't even know. I like that we were saying though. Yeah.
0: Because you know what? I've been wanting to get that off my chest for a while. No.
1: Okay. It goes back. It goes back to the fact that we're just being our authentic selves, Uh, and who accepts us accepts us, and who doesn't doesn't. And I think that's the best way to live. And it, I'm trying to do this every single day of my life because I know what it feels like to not live out my authentic self. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. I think we all do. I feel like we all feel like one way or another, whether we were shamed for being our authentic selves and it told us whoever that person was or whatever it was told us to not do it so we change a little like I don't want to feel that way yeah so when you come on this podcast I want you all to know that we are doing it's not even trying because we're not trying so does that make sense no it does it does and okay so I have the person that came up um in my head was big dog who is that Big dog? Yeah. Rachel? Oh, oh, okay. From thought, my own personal. I thought you were like still in like Barstool oh, sports no, or no, something. No, no, no. <laughs> big cat is a Barstool.
0: So I hope she's okay with me saying this, but uh-huh. I have this friend, Big mm-hmm. Dog. I played softball with AKA her. AKA Rachel. AKA Rachel, who is the most unique. I know you can't be most unique. Sorry. Mom. No, mom says
1: very unique. Oh, you can't be thing. very unique. You can only be unique.
0: The most unique individual you will ever meet in your entire life. And she is one of my favorite people because she is just so entertaining. You, the authenticity that she gives out is like, I don't even, it's, it's, it's powerful. Mm. She never matches, almost never. (laughs) It took her like two years before she would condition her hair. She just like did her own thing. She would buy all these wacky things from Amazon. She'd come to softball practice in like roller sneakers and she'd have like lock picking sets and I always loved being around her because you never knew what you were going to get because she was just vibing to the beat Mm. of her own drum and whatever she wanted to do, like she would get obsessed with these things and like she'd have to figure them out and she's so smart. But like if she walked into a room of like girls, girls, the girls, girls would probably be the first ones to like judge the hell out of her. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like she's just like this incredibly unique kid. Yeah. And if you haven't noticed yet, the theme of today's podcast episode is being in your 20s and, like, what the hell is going on mm-hmm. in our 20s. But it kind of goes back to the episode two episodes ago when we were talking about, like, like, body dysmorphia and just, like, being confident in yourself. And Jenna and I have been wanting to talk about, like, it's all about mental health, health in general. Like, we're trying to find ourselves here. And as we're on this health journey, we're also on this, like, just, like, life journey mm-hmm. in general. And it's the 20s are, like, when you're little – Jonah, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm wondering if we're thinking of the same thing. What you used to tell mom? A veterinarian. Before that, you wanted to work at Petco and have a hundred kids.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's
0: <laughs> so true. Wow, you're far away from that dream. You have a lot of work to do damn it but as we get older we still think our 20s are like the years mm-hmm. like 30 oh my god forbid mm-hmm. you're single at 30 as a woman right what to are you, the doing? you, you go. Right. your only shot is to be a nun
1: that's so true right yeah
0: i fight it a lot yeah my therapist and i meet chat about it all the time mm-hmm. she's like jill do you feel young i'm like yeah i call my mom every day with mm-hmm. questions like You know, is my chicken cooked well enough to like? Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, like what? What's your four hundred one k invested in? And I'm like, my what? It's in my four (laughs) hundred one k. My money's in my four hundred one k. Yeah, but there's like different places the money can go. I was like, mom, don't not even. I was too young. I was so proud of myself for having money in my four hundred one k. True. And now you And now you want me to to have the 401k in different places where <laughs> what kind of places and what's the difference where and then you got to pay someone to mm-hmm. tell you where to put your own money it's exhausting SMH. i mean ta- i feel like taxes is the one that everyone talks about it's like what yeah i mean i'm sorry cuz i probably just triggered
1: you you did you did <laughs> we've already told them about our ta- my taxes issue but
0: i think going back to big dog and i have so many friends like this like mm-hmm. I, I, I really jenna has like really large groups of friends mm-hmm. and i kind of like have plucked random friends like from everywhere um and i would say like there's no consistent theme in my friends like they're all so different mm-hmm. but like one thing that's pretty similar in all of them is they're all just like really unique individuals yeah. I just i love authenticity like i yeah. just think it's the coolest thing in the world when you're not afraid to go against what everyone else is doing to just be yourself, because that's like actually just what makes you happy.
1: Yeah. I think, too, that could be somewhat like you being an athlete in college and me being sorority girl, like what we were surrounded by. Yeah. And I love I adore your friends. Yeah. No, I don't think it's a bad thing one way or the other. But I just think it's interesting to see that like trend, if you will, that theme. Sure. Um, But yeah, what Jill said about We wanted to talk about just being in your twenties, our thoughts about it and what things I think that we can all do collectively and tell ourselves to make it maybe a little bit better. And when I say that, it's like, we're all, so Jill and I have come to the conclusion that there are so many different places you can be in your twenties. So Jill and I, we have friends. Some of my best friends are getting married, are married. Some of Jill's friends have kids, and mind you, I'm 25, Jill's 27, for those who don't know. Jill and I are simply sitting here. We don't have kids. We don't even have a boyfriend. We don't have one, we're not even close to one. Well, maybe we are, we don't just don't even know it. We live together. We live together. <laughs> we are literally simply trying to find, like, the right pair of socks to put on. I can never. Like, Jill and I walk out with one black one, one white one, all the time. <laughs> We don't have, and that is us at our core. And when I say I, that. I consistently run out of toilet paper <laughs> if I lived alone. She literally came running in for the second. She owes me two rolls. Two rolls. But I bought you a matcha latte. Okay, you morning. did. That was so sweet. I but what I'm trying to say is I think we all think we need to be somewhere because we're in our 20s and 20s is that place of okay, I'm going to find myself. Um, Newsflash. I don't no, I don't think we are. If you've been friends with me for a decade, mm-hmm. you've been friends with
0: like six different Joes. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I I feel more myself than I've ever felt in my life. Great. I think I'm pretty close mm-hmm. to like who I am.
1: Yeah. But I'm still like navigating that. What What I'm saying is I think we all think we should know by now. Right. Like we're 25. Some of my friends are engaged and having kids or, or married I'm sitting here in such a different place yeah. and I think some people would feel so much pressure to be at that stage of marriage and kids yeah. because what society tells you to, but yet I'm sitting here walking out the door with a black sock and a white sock. But, and I'm not saying it, but my point here is I'm not anywhere behind or, or, or not, or far ahead than anybody else I think we're all on our own paths yeah
0: well and like also I think one thing that's really helped me be so like comfortable with the fact that I am 27 and single looking for two of the same looking to mingle um yeah I don't even know (laughs) if I am to be honest with you is um my friends and people on the internet that are in their early 30s that are like loving it yeah um our friend Shayna mm-hmm. is i think she just turned 33 and she's starting her own company mm-hmm. she's going to europe for the summer badass she goes to like she was at this incredible like mind convention i don't even i i couldn't tell you more a mind convention. she went to costa rica for a few months like she's living mm-hmm. and uh, there's other people too like um a lot of like women online that I follow, I'm trying to think of some of them and I'm just like blanking. But the only reason I've become so comfortable about that is because of all the other women that have stood up and said, hey, I am 34 and I'm so happily single Mm -hmm. and I'm living my best life. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it sounds so silly, but we grew up like, not we like mom and dad, but like girls have grown up to think that like, okay, you go to college, you find a guy, you get married and you have kids mm-hmm. and like mom and dad did an incredible incredible job of mm-hmm. being like, and a career and independent and powerful mm-hmm. and strong. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and mom and dad were always like, don't get married before 30. And again, whatever works for you in your sure. life, mom and dad were just like, live your life. Mm-hmm. Like they met. When mom was 25 but mom didn't have me till she was 32 right because they were living mm-hmm. and so I've like I've tried to do that and I still think I can do a better job like how have I not been to Europe right like I just want to do things like I want to live right um and so I I think that like sometimes we get caught up in like what's just been the narrative for society for as long as people have been around mm-hmm. like right like We've evolved and science is getting better. Women can have children so much later. Like there's so many incredible things happening, but it's so wild how we still all have this pressure.
1: Yeah, I mean, that I think is part of it because we do, people do put pressure to be married and have kids. But I also think it's the success factor or the, I I wish I was, you know, at the top of my business or that the, like a manager instead of someone underneath the manager. And you think that you have to be at these certain places, which growth is great in, in a job and a company. Mm -hmm. But like, I think we're all missing, like our generation is missing like the grind and the hustle of like doing the work before you get there. Because I've had that issue too. I couldn't agree more. And I think, I think one it's social media, like, I saw something recently, so don't give me like complete credit for this, but I think this is my take on it. Personally with myself, I believe I get down on myself because one, I put a lot of pressure on myself to deliver, right? To make something the best. But I also put this pressure of thinking I should be somewhere that I'm not in terms of my business or because yes, I do. You should have 20,000 followers instead of 16. Exactly. And I look back and this is where, what I, what I, the reflection comes in is three years ago, I couldn't even imagine where I am right now. And that's, and where I am right now is where I was dreaming of being three years ago, right. working for myself, living in a city that I love, living with you. Yeah. And I've, and when that hit me of like, holy shit, I'm actually where I really wanted to be. But now that I'm here, I want to be somewhere else. And that realization that I had made me be like, stop, what are you doing? And so now that I've recognized that I've taken this time of just being like, okay, this is freaking awesome. Like where I'm at right now is great. I don't need to be. Five thousand followers more, five thousand dollars more, whatever it is. Sure. Because I'm here right now, and that I couldn't have even dreamt of that three years. Or I did dream of it, and now I'm here. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it does. And I
0: encourage everyone to do that within their own way. And also, too, like if you're not where you want to be, it's just proof that you can be somewhere different. It's all about the like micro steps. Exactly, and that's why
1: again, small steps is a theme of our entire brand is you can actually start making those steps to get to where you want to be so that in that one year you look back and you're like, I can't believe I did that. Like I'm where I wanted to be a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is something about being in our twenties is always thinking we need to be somewhere else than we actually are.
0: Yeah. And also too, the thing is, is like mom always used to say this to me, like just because they have a nice car or like have all the flashiest clothes doesn't mean they're like, making so much more money than you. They might
1: just be broke. Exactly. And it's just things to think about because again, being in your twenties is not easy, especially when there's all these different pressures. Yeah. But I think you can make it easier on yourself by accepting where you're at. Yeah. I don't know. It's something I think about quite often because I was reflecting on our drive here to the studio of like, How I was feeling. And I realized in one of our past episodes, I talked about like appreciating the little things. Like, remember, we were talking about like being stuck and like even just like simply admiring a tree outside or whatever. I'm just like making a random statement. Sure. I realized some of my times that I get so down on myself is when I literally don't appreciate where I'm at and I just put all this pressure on myself. And I'm telling you, not to get like Debbie Downer on you guys, but it is like my past year, I've had the craziest highs and the craziest lows ever. And I really think part of it is because of me thinking that I need to be somewhere else. Hmm. And I came to that realization recently, actually. And now that I'm at, like recognize that, I actually feel a lot better. But it took almost being like, a pep talk with myself like what the hell are you doing right why do you feel like you need to be somewhere else yeah I'd love to grow this I'd love to grow in many different aspects but I will by being yourself by being myself by taking these small steps by not putting that pressure on myself because I recognize that only makes me if you will like depressed or depressed who I am yeah Do you feel that in with you or what do you, I think the biggest change I've made that's made me so much happier is
0: saying no to a lot more Okay, and being okay with like losing friends, losing Mm -hmm. opportunities. I felt the need to say yes to everything, Mm -hmm. but found myself miserable while doing the things I said yes to. Okay. And that makes sense. Yeah. Because going back to like not being a girl's girl. Yeah. It's part of like learning myself too is like, I just like different things, mm-hmm. like things that are super
1: fun to most people our age. Like, yeah, it's just not that fun. to Right. Me. And like and accepting that, like you don't have to find the things that other people think are fun.
0: Exactly. Like I take golf lessons now mm-hmm. and I freaking love them. Mm-hmm. It is one of the highlights of my week every single week. You'll them at 7 a.m. this morning. <laughs> yeah, it was a little aggressive. Extra. Um, but like. I left feeling so good and Mm -hmm. I'm also giving softball lessons again. Yeah. And I love that. Mm -hmm. And those aren't like when you're on TikTok, you're not seeing girls being like, I love my life because I go to golf lessons and Mm -hmm. I coach softball. But that's what's fun for me. That's what lights you up. Yeah. Like helping other people get better and bettering myself, competitive sports, being outside, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to move in that direction. And that, for me, saying no to, like, you know, Wednesday night, wine night or something. And, I'm, I'm like, if you're Jill's arms,
1: shitting on wine nights. No, it's because <laughs> the wine
0: did that thing yeah, to my I know. tongue. But um, I just mean, like, there's some things during the week or, like, social events or things. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, an occasional happy hour with some of my girlfriends. Like, I love that. Sure. So if you're our like actual friend, right. I don't I'm not All talking of about them you. are our friends. But yes, but <laughs> I guess my point is just like I've stopped doing the things that I just really don't want to do mm-hmm. that I would have said yes to before. And I've lost friends because of it. Yeah. But I'm okay with that
1: because I like me. Yeah. And that is the whole theme of just being authentic to yourself. Yeah. Cause the second you start changing what you actually like and doing it because you think it's going to make you happier or give you more friends or put you at this status or whatever it is. I think that's when you start letting yourself down. Also, this is something I've thought about so much recently is
0: Mm -hmm. like in college you have so many friends and so many of those friends are not actually your friends, but Mm -hmm. you just like know all these people. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you get into the real world And at least for me, I'm like, why don't I have as many friends? I need to have as many friends. Like, let me go find more friends and more friends and more friends. And it's like, actually, some of the coolest people I know have like four friends. Yeah. Dad. Right. Dad has, (laughs) dad, dad's made like, dad's made less than 10 friends his entire life.
1: (laughs) And is thrilled with that. And his friends and the ones he has right now involve his favorite thing ever. Golf. Golf. We don't even know him. Right. (laughs) I don't know dad's friends. Right.
0: But I, I think he has a few. Mm. He, I, he's never invited one of them
1: over to the house. Because <laughs> he's not interested. Not that interested. That man does what he wants to do and he doesn't care what anybody else thinks.
0: What would Jim do? What would Jim do? So a little, to paint the picture a little bit more clear for uh-huh. those listening who don't know our dad because it's hard to get the man in front right. of the camera. He's Papa Rudy's son. Papa Rudy's but son. The cake baker. But dad uh. is like introverted. Incredible conversationalist, one on one. Mm -hmm. He wants nothing to do
1: with a big group of people. Guys, he loves Got Talk Girls.
0: Yeah, he does. He's a he's he's, a big fan. Yeah, but he doesn't listen to podcasts. No, not even ours. Yeah. Um. But but the thing about Dad, and he's always been this way, is he is so freaking aware of who he is Mm -hmm. and follows that like path to a T. And the second you bring Jim Ferraro off of his path. He lets you know. Yeah, Mom goes to like 15 Christmas parties a year. Mm -hmm. He'll go to one. Right. If he goes to two, he is kicking and screaming because it's not him. (laughs) But the thing about it is when he's at the Christmas party, most Mm -hmm. people, unless you know him, don't know that's not him because right. he can have great conversations. yeah and the man
1: people gravitate toward the, that man it's kind of crazy but it's but a running family the, joke the point here
0: yeah exactly at Jenna's soccer games he stood in the corner down mm-hmm. the sideline and there was always someone coming up to him yep. my softball games in college his
1: energy something about it
0: in college I'll never forget I don't remember what field we're at but like he's like his only his like eye slits were above the fence he was like behind right field <laughs> i'm like you drove god knows how Where's many hours Meldo. exactly <laughs> but my point is like dad is happy because dad lives his life mm-hmm. and if dad tried to keep up with mom dad would be the most depressed man in the world mm. right
1: yeah yeah because I like, got the chills there.
0: <laughs> I did not think it was that profound. Well, no, but it's it is. It's so true. He's just himself, and yeah. he's okay. That he is like, if you did the like INTBJ test or whatever mm-hmm. that thing is, he's probably in the one percent.
1: INTBJ. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. ITBJ. Yeah, IG, I forget it. Yeah. It, it's the the personality. Yeah, test. yeah, yeah. My point is like, there's there's a percentage there's a very small percent that are like the most introverted people. Mm -hmm. And I think dad would truly be in the 1%. Oh, because golfing by himself is one of his greatest joys in life. Like he's wonderful to us, but he needs his family and golf and reading. Right.
1: Yeah. He's super into health now too. We have to talk. I know we've probably mentioned it before, but he made an Epic transformation. Just a side note. anyway, You're so, you're so right. And I, I think that the line where you said, if he were to try to be chasing like mom, he would actually be super depressed. And I think that is why, and I'm not going to make this crazy claim about depression because I think there's so many different aspects about it, but I do think people are unhappy because they are chasing other people's dreams, other people's, what they love to do. And they're not actually doing what they love to do. Be more like Jim, be more like Jim or being who they want to be. Yeah. It's the big dogs,
0: the Rachels, yep. the dads of the world that like, they're some of my favorite human beings and they are who they are. Mm-hmm. Like take it or leave it. Yeah, They're not going to change. Right, And it's like, those are the people we should be following. They don't, dad doesn't have social media. Mm-hmm. Rach actually has the most epic Instagram ever, but it's so her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, I, I've, I've thought about this a lot recently of just like, just be you. Yeah. Just be you. Mm-hmm. And if someone doesn't like you for that, that's okay. As long as you like that, and it's cheesy, but it's yeah. true. And that's what your twenties are. Mm-hmm. It's figuring out
1: what you actually like mm-hmm. without putting the pressure to feel like you need to be someone else or right. somewhere else. Yeah. I think we nailed it. I, <laughs> if you do say so. <laughs> No I mean I honestly would love to hear all of your all's Thoughts too Um, when, it, when I say that I mean like if you want to DM And give us feedback on that because I really think that so many people are struggling With those situations I mean we are And I just I think this needs to be talked about more And it's
0: somewhere between like Like you don't need to film yourself Crying and go post a TikTok About right. it You might just feel a little like uneasy mm-hmm. Or like that you're not living Like your purpose is such a strong word. Yeah. I think of it as just like, are you living to make yourself happy?
1: Yeah. Like Authentic. that's number one. Authenticity. Right? Yeah.
0: I always say this. You have to be able to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help someone else's. Mm-hmm. And if you're
1: incapable of doing it at the time, don't even try to help someone else. Mm-hmm. Just do you like, how are you? And it comes like the selfishness aspect. How are you supposed to be that person for others? If you actually aren't that person for yourself, health first, mental health first, what you love to do first. I mean, there's so many things that I think we can all think of that we really do love to do. And I think some people just throw it under the, push it under the rug. Yeah. So maybe from this
0: episode, if nothing else, Mm -hmm. take away the fact of start being a little bit more aware of what truly, like, if you want to be cheesy, lights your fire. Lights your fire. But, like, just be a little bit more aware of the things that make you happy. Mm -hmm.
1: I love that. Let's make this short and sweet. Amen. I don't think it was short. I I think we've done it. Well, if you you guys want to hear more about it, let us know. I think this could be something we talk about more. Um, And sharing our experiences as we kind of navigate through our 20s as well. So thank you all for listening. We are very happy to have you here again. If you like this, please, um, we would love a five star rating if that seems like something you want to do, maybe even a little comment. That will totally help us out. Also, just sharing it with your friends, anyone you think needs to hear this, anyone in their 20s who might be stuck or struggling. Or if you work for Bird and you know <laughs> someone that would want to sponsor us because I'm trying to get sponsored Jill's by trying to electric scooters. Sponsored by Bird. So thank you. Love you all. <laughs> See you next time. Woo.